Come Holy Spirit. Lord, we give you permission to do whatever you desire. Make our minds, hearts, and souls fertile soil that your word may bear great fruit. Illuminate these scriptures for us, Lord. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. And nothing that enters from without can defile. It is the things from within. Why? And the Lord speaks here about the heart. Because biblically, the heart, kind of popularly for us right now, the heart are our emotions. But the biblical notion of the heart is the core of our being. It's the very center of ourselves, where the Holy Spirit resides. And, and also where our will is, what we choose. And so the things that defile us is just really one thing. It's sin. Sin. And, and we sin when we willfully choose something that is against the teaching of Christ and His church. And so the things that Jesus is saying by saying, hey, like you guys are too worried about the things on the outside, which are important. Jesus is clear. Like do everything that they tell you to do. Just don't, just don't act like them, right? Because they lack virtue. But it is what is going on within my heart. It's so important for us. And this is why for us to understand that we not only need to incorporate within ourselves like self-control and moderation and fasting in physical things, right? Not too much food, not too much drink, not too much media. But I also need to have a temperance and a self-control in my memory and imagination. In my memory and my imagination. Because these, this is the places where we can grow in affection for things. If my memory and my imagination, if I'm, if I'm studying the truths of the faith or, or just things that are true, good, and beautiful at all, something that, that is just drawing me more deeply into the life of God, into the truth of what it means to be a human person, you know, and again, it could be anything. It could be if you're reading the Summa, could be you're enjoying the Tigers play whatever sport you really like for them to play, like in, in, the, in the most beautiful sense, yes. But in its right place and in its right time. And then too, like am I in my imagination, in my memory, growing in affection for sin? Am I growing in affection for sin? Am I thinking to myself, like, gosh, like, not long ago, or 
maybe years back, like I used to do this, I don't do that anymore, but I'm just thinking about how fun it was. I'm not thinking about all the consequences of it. I'm not thinking about how it like affected my relationship with God or with others or how on the back end of it, I really felt terrible. But I, I just, I'm thinking about how, how fun it was, how pleasurable it was. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, like I'm not gonna do that again, but I would really like to do it again. So I'm just gonna think about it. I'm just gonna imagine. When we do that, we're growing one to, to willfully consent to a sinful thought and inclination is a sin. Even if I'm not physically doing it, the willful yes in my own mind and heart involves sin. But secondly, I am growing an affection for it. I'm growing this affection for it as I, as I ruminate on it, as I engage in it, as I cultivate my memory and my imagination in regards to it. And then, and then what that does, too, is it makes me more disposed. Not only, again, is it a sin in and of itself. It makes me more disposed that when I'm in a situation and tempted to actually do it, that, like, something in me is, already has great affection for it. I'm used to saying yes to it in my mind. And so it makes me much more susceptible to committing the outward sin in that regard. And so, again, having, um, keeping guard of our imagination, keeping guard of my memory, because yes, we will be tempted. Yes, thoughts will come, but, but am I growing in affection? Am I growing that? Ha- because then it becomes habitual to desire it. It becomes habitual to choose it, to will it in my own mind and heart. Then it becomes habitual maybe to do it. And that habit is called a vice. The, the habit leading me towards sin, inwardly and outwardly, is vice. But then if I'm growing in affection in my mind and heart for the truth, for what is true, for what is good, for what is beautiful, then then that's a virtue moving me. And I have this affection now. This is what the saints would talk about, like contemplate the things of heaven. Why? Because we live here. And the the more tangible thing in front of us is, is this earth. And so like it's good and its pleasures are amazing, but if our eyes stay stuck here, then we lose our sight of heaven. And then we don't, we can't actually enjoy the things of this world in their proper perspective. And we seek from them the things of heaven. And we wonder why we're disappointed. Like, I I thought that was going to be better. But because you're confused. We're confused. But if we're growing in affection and in habitually praying and thinking and meditating and desiring and acting out on moving our life towards the Lord and towards the things of God and towards the things of heaven, then it actually purifies our desire and our longing for the things of this world. It's the virtue of hope. Hope is longing for the things of heaven and for the kingdom of God. And as we grow in this theological virtue of hope, it purifies, it purifies my vision and my desire for everything here so that I actually enjoy it more and it leads me on the road to heaven. So Jesus is saying, nothing that enters one from the outside can defile, but only from within. And from within the human heart, what comes? Evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. So let us just be mindful, not scrupulous, 
The Lord knows we're imperfect. He knows we're sinners. He knows we're on a, all on the road to conversion. So not being scrupulous and beating ourselves up. But as these things come, we lay them before the Lord. We run to his mercy. And we pray just for the discipline and act in the discipline, cultivating a desire for the things of heaven and not for sin. Because they, they lead us in a habit, either a vice or a virtue. And one little kind of add-on here. Be attentive to unforgiveness in your life. Unforgiveness in our life is a seedbed. Seedbed. For all of these things. Evil thoughts, unchastity, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, licentiousness, envy, blasphemy, arrogance, folly. Unforgiveness, bitterness, resentment is like fertile soil for all these things to grow in. So let's come before the Lord and ask for his mercy if we, if we, if we are struggling in that area. Ask him to break in, to heal, to restore, to give us the grace to forgive. And then let us just be mindful what we're listening to, what we're thinking about, where we're engaging. Where are we cultivating affection for? Sin or what is true, and what is good, what is beautiful and the things of heaven. If we fall, blessed be the Lord who meets us in mercy, lifts us up. And as our eyes gaze upon him, he is what is true. He is what is good. He is what is beautiful. Let us do the things, prayer, fasting, of being attentive to our minds and thoughts or what we're doing so that we would grow in affection for him. And then, through grace, be more like him. And then, actually experience deeper joy.